Bitcoin, or any other cryptocurrency. That's the sound of the money truck backing up to your front door, Hoss. Nobody's going to put money into a crazy scheme like that. Okay, here comes the catch. This has to cost a lot of money. Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Bye, bye, bye! Yes, the money is good. We don't have that much time left. Let's talk rocket ships. First, Bitcoin. Three, two, one. This is Crypto Karma with the sensei of cryptocurrency, Nick Green. This is Crypto Karma. I'm Nick Green, and I am here to talk to you about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, what's in the news with blockchain, and this emerging market of new technology. I hope everybody's doing great and that you got yourself some Bitcoin because everybody should. With Bitcoin, you have to strike hard and strike fast because it is always moving at the speed of crypto. Well, there sure is a lot to talk about, but first, here are your price updates. Bitcoin is $58,745. That is over a 10x jump from where it was just one year ago, under $8,000. Dogecoin today, everybody's favorite, the coin for the people, is averaging six cents. Had a nice increase after some funny tweets from Elon Musk. We're going to talk about that pretty soon. Also, Ethereum finally is starting to move itself. It has been slow for the past month, just in choppy waters, hanging around 17, 1600. Finally, the weekend gave it a nice push and it is up to 1957. Hopefully we're going to break that trend line at 2000 and everybody wants to see 2,500 bucks, right? That'll be great. My favorite chain link. Finally, also moving at a snail's pace, has picked up and is back to $30. Next target's 40 bucks, let's see that happen. And here are some fun facts in the world of Bitcoin. Today, one Bitcoin, as I just mentioned, is averaging above $58,000. It's been holding that all week, and that also means it is worth more than a bar of gold. Well, there are a lot of people out there upset about that, including Peter Schiff. We all know how he feels about Bitcoin. And if you don't know how he feels about it, he thinks it's a Ponzi scheme. He also thinks that gold is worth more and will be the standard forever. However, we all know that there is plenty of gold, if not an infinite supply, whereas Bitcoin has a finite supply of 21 million. So one bar of gold, which is one kilogram, today has a value of $55,403. Compare that to $58,745 for Bitcoin. Well, it's clear who the winner is. In the world of cryptocurrency, a little tagline is people like to say, have fun staying poor. It's not that we want anyone to be poor, but we also know that if you don't have Bitcoin, uh, the chances of being poor are a lot higher than being rich. We also know that many, many millionaires, and most of them are just computer programmers or gamers living in their parents' basement, have already become millionaires, thanks to Dogecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Chainlink. The list goes on. So we're hoping for everybody's sake that you get yourself some cryptocurrency, you don't end up poor, and you could also become a millionaire just by investing, holding, or trading. So, more fun facts. Elon Musk announced, that Tesla is now accepting Bitcoin. They teased that just about a month ago. We already know that the company purchased Bitcoin, uh, $1.2 billion of it in 2020, and that investment has already paid off to the tune of $750 million profit. It takes big money to get to that point, but it gives you a really good idea of what corporations with a lot of buying power are able to do. So Elon has proven already how much value Bitcoin brings to his company. 
he's now going to accept it. And about one Bitcoin will get you a brand new, fully loaded, dual motor Model 3. One Bitcoin for one Tesla. That sounds pretty fair to me. Uh, the Teslas I like, of course, cost a little bit more than one Bitcoin. But if you've got a Bitcoin, you're pretty much almost there. Or at least you could do the down payment. So the cool thing is Elon Musk is not going to sell or convert any of the Bitcoin that they earn from selling their cars into fiat. As he has said, and of course I agree, fiat is a dying currency. Our dollar is depleting by the day. Knowing that, the best hedge, not just against inflation, but against the devalued dollar, is cryptocurrency. So Elon Musk has taken it upon himself to hold hundreds of millions, billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin in order to keep Tesla, in my opinion, liquid and ready for anything that happens in the future. If Tesla's stock drops, well, the value of Tesla is still going to hold pretty high. If the stock market crashes, and we all know it's going to pretty soon, eventually, it has to. But when it does, it doesn't always bring Bitcoin or cryptocurrency down with it. Tesla and any other company that has Bitcoin on its balance sheets, those are going to be the companies that stay afloat when the stock market does crash. When the values drop 50, 60%, which is inevitable after a typical eight to 12 year cycle that we are on the cusp of, well, when that happens, companies are gonna lose 50, 60% or more of their value. I have a real strong feeling that Tesla is gonna be one of the few companies to not just maintain its value, but thrive in that situation. Having Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as a hedge for the future is probably one of the safest moves an S&P company could make, especially in this environment and the crazy world we live in right now. So our next segment on Crypto Karma, what's trending today? Well, the funny thing is Saturday Night Live has finally jumped on the crypto train. Not only do they just go right to blockchain and cryptocurrencies, but they are embracing NFTs. What's an NFT you say? Well, that's a non-fungible token. Well, what is that? I like to explain it. I think SNL did a pretty damn good job. Listen to this. Now what the hell's an NFT? Apparently cryptocurrency. Everyone's making so much money. Can you please explain what's an NFT? I said, what the hell's an NFT? It's like real life monopoly. Everyone is doing it like Gronkowski. Can you please help me make an NFT? Well, it is not only exciting to see this go mainstream, but it's a lot of fun. As you can see, it is very exciting to see the world of cryptocurrency and blockchain go mainstream. It is happening all over the place. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Well, they are being adopted by everybody from artists, athletes, musicians. Elon Musk, as if I even had to tell you, is selling his first NFT. And world-renowned rapper from the West Coast, Snoop Doggy Dog. Crazy thing about Snoop Dogg is that he has been in the world of cryptocurrency and an investor in Bitcoin since 2016. Snoop Dogg is not a rookie to the world of cryptocurrency. Ever since 2016, he's been an advocate for Bitcoin and the future of blockchain, realizing how and what it could do with music. Snoop Dogg has realized the future of money with cryptocurrency and also how it could affect music. Okay, so I'm sure Snoop Dogg took a cue from another great rapper, 50 Cent. What a lot of people don't know is that 50 Cent actually sold an album strictly for Bitcoin. This was back in... 2014. What's funny is 50 Cent says he forgot he accepted Bitcoin and he just let it sit on a digital wallet for the past, oh, six, seven years. So 50 Cent agreed to accept Bitcoin for purchases only on his 2014 album, Animal Ambition. 
Using the cryptocurrency was already worth at that time hundreds of dollars, but the value of those sales of course have skyrocketed. So think about that, 50 cent took 700 Bitcoins in total for the sale of one album. Well, at today's value, he is now sitting on $42 million from one album that he cooperated with a blockchain company to sell only in Bitcoin all the way back in 2014. Well, of course the catch is if you wanna do things like Fiddy, you probably have to be sitting on a ton of money to not need that Bitcoin for the past seven years. He was already well off, and of course, this is the way the rich get richer, but he was smart enough to hold on to it. He didn't lose it like other people. He didn't sell it. He didn't get desperate and trade it for something, and he sure did not lose faith. He's a visionary. He saw the future, and now he's $42 million richer in real time from just one album. Pretty amazing if you ask me. Now back to Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg just announced the release of his first NFT collection, A Journey with the Dog. Crypto.com announced that Snoop Dogg will debut his first NFT collection on Crypto.com. A Journey with the Dog is a collection that brings together Snoop Dogg's memories from his early years as a rapper with art inspired by the NFT movement, including an original track, well, named NFT, an instant classic that is inspired by the movement and may end up defining it. It is expected to drop Friday, April 2nd at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and it's gonna play for 24 hours only. A total of eight pieces will be available in limited quantities, with one piece being auctioned and another, Snoop Dogg Coins, will be an addition piece available for one hour only. So that means people only have 60 minutes to make a purchase, and I have a feeling that this is gonna be one hell of a fire sale. Any collector or fan can acquire, trade, and resell the NFTs through the platform on Crypto.com using a debit or credit card. They also offer CryptoPay, allowing fans to use over 20 different cryptocurrencies. That includes Bitcoin, Ethereum, Chainlink, even Dogecoin. A portion of the proceeds will support young emerging artists in the crypto space as well as Snoop Dogg's Youth Football League. Commenting on the launch, Snoop Dogg said, I've seen the game change over the years, from analog to digital, and I'm always happier when the technology lets the fans get to connect with the artist. NFTs are an amazing innovation, and it is an honor to do my first drop with Crypto.com. You heard it from the dog father himself. Pretty amazing to see this type of mainstream. Clearly, there is no turning back. NFTs are here to stay. Now, you got to find out what one is. And Crypto Karma is back with what is trending in the world of cryptocurrency and blockchain today. Well, there's always something trending. Let's first talk about that. Every day, 24-7, there is something exciting and new. A new business accepting Bitcoin for payment. Somebody just lost $100 million worth of Bitcoin. The price went up 20%. The price crashed 10%. There's all types of news. Some of it even includes burritos. That's right. Burritos or Bitcoin? Well, Chipotle is giving away $200,000 in free burritos and Bitcoin to celebrate National Burrito Day. Chipotle is teaming up with Stefan Thomas. He is a tech founder who notoriously lost his Bitcoin login, which is now worth about $387 million. This is why we say if it's not your keys, it's not your cheese, not your cash, not your crypto. So uh, it's a great lesson as to why you need to have your digital wallet and protect your passwords. I'll talk about that another time. But here's what's really interesting. Chipotle Mexican Grill 
Today, they announced that they are going to give away $100,000 worth of free burritos to celebrate National Burrito Day. Well, that makes sense, but they're also giving away $100,000 in Bitcoin. Apparently, Bitcoin is also being celebrated on Burrito Day. The occasion makes Chipotle the first U.S. restaurant to offer a cryptocurrency giveaway to its consumers. This is the first of its kind. It's not an April Fool's joke. It is literally one of the largest franchise brands nationwide is giving away cryptocurrency. So on National Burrito Day, Chipotle and Stephen Thomas, the founder and CEO of Coil, will launch a new interactive game called Burritos or Bitcoin. And a playful ode to Thomas's experience losing a login to his hard drive that stored $387 million in Bitcoin, Chipotle is encouraging fans to carry out a mock cryptocurrency get it? Rescue mission and crack the code on its digital wallet. So here's how it works. Each player will have 10 tries to guess a valid six digit code for a chance to win a free burrito or up to $25,000 in Bitcoin. If players are successful in their 10 attempts to log in, it's the same fate that Thomas had before he, well, failed and lost all that money. They may be surprised and delighted with a special offer. So here's what they're giving away. 10,000 fans get one free burrito, 50 fans win $500 in Bitcoin, and three fans will win $25,000 each in Bitcoin. If these fans are smart, they could probably turn that $500 into 5,000, and that 25,000 could be $250,000. If they're smart enough to hold, remember their keys, and not sell or trade it or panic when the market takes a little bit of a dip. So this National Burrito Day is really turning out to be a lot better than just free burritos. Free Bitcoin is something everybody could, should have, and they need. And to be honest, I'm pretty excited and actually going to go to Chipotle today. Not just to try my luck and wish me luck, I hope I win, but I also really want to support these big companies that are embracing the future and embracing cryptocurrency. It's big for the mainstream market, it's really good for our price action, and it helps create a lot of validity and stability to the value of these cryptocurrencies and how they interact in the mainstream market as they do today. So Chipotle, I'll be going there for lunch. Even better, I wonder if I could pay for that with my PayPal. Well, why you ask? Because as of now, customers worldwide can convert their Litecoin, Bitcoin, or Bitcoin cash that they purchased on PayPal with their low fees, very easy, linked to their bank account, and they get to use their PayPal liquidate their cryptocurrency and convert it to dirty fiat right there at the check stand. So in theory, assuming Chipotle accepts PayPal, I could walk right up there, use the app on my phone, convert my Bitcoin or Ethereum right there to pay for my purchase. And then I could even win another $500 in Bitcoin. Talk about full circle. The best part about PayPal making this announcement, not just that it's global, but they have over 29 million merchants that accept PayPal, not just online, but also in person. So this is another first. This is the first time ever that a company as big as PayPal that offers remittance globally is accepting your cryptocurrency that you've been trading, buying, or holding, and you could convert it right there for any purchase on the spot. Food, drink, alcohol, clothing, jewelry, it doesn't matter. You could do it all right there but you don't need PayPal for your Tesla. You could just send Elon your Bitcoin direct.
And on this week's Crypto Karmas, Fact or Fiction, we have the whole section dedicated to, well, fiction. That's going to be real time with Bill Maher. He recently talked about Bitcoin, cybersecurity, and cryptocurrency with Chris Krebs. Well, why does it matter? And who is Chris Krebs? Christopher Cox Krebs, born in 1977, is an American attorney who served as director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency in the United States Department of Homeland Security from November 2018 to November of 2020. I'm not sure if that gives them credibility or not, but let's hear what he has to say with his interpretation of cybersecurity and cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is the, as I see it, one of the single enabling factors that has allowed cyber criminals to deploy a massive amount of ransomware across our state and local agencies. It, it is the anonymous payments, the ability to pay uh. anonymously. And, and I think that is the cyber threat that the average American is most concerned about because sure. they feel it at home. All this other stuff about Russia and China, right. it, that's ephemeral. Yes, you're talking about schools. I think something like 1,600 schools yep. were hit last year. And hospitals and government agencies. Right. I mean, we had Baltimore got hit twice, Atlanta, Mecklenburg County, North Carolina, 23 counties in Texas. Uh, Louisiana's been hit a couple times. It's just, it's, it's and this, And they just want money. This is not anything, anything sophisticated. This is not ideological. It's like at the end of Die Hard when he finds out, no, they're not terrorists. They if just there's a money. vulnerability, yeah, right, right. It's, it's a little bit like that. Okay. Yeah, Noxony Tower, right? Uh, if there's if there's a vulnerability, if there's an exploit, if there is money or information to be had, and there are no meaningful consequences, the bad guys are going to run wild. So we've got to change that equation. And I think looking at at cryptocurrencies and the in the exchange wallets, we need to look at that. We need to start holding some of these countries like Russia that allow these cyber criminals to operate in their sovereign territory with impunity. You know, we need to focus on that. Uh, but but bringing it back home, we've got to help state local uh, improve their defenses. And and I I fear it's only going to get worse uh, because the the way that tax revenues at the state and local level have have taken a real hit because of COVID. And I think I think when we talk about infrastructure and investments, I think we've got to have a 21st century digital infrastructure investment. Yeah. Well, that was pretty interesting to say the least. And I think before we tackle these pretty outrageous statements, let's start with who is Chris Krebs? He was the head of cybersecurity and everything else that I mentioned in that long title during the Trump administration. His agency, known by its acronym CISA, helped secure computer systems anywhere that a security breach could be catastrophic. Here's what he said. He said that one of the most single enabling factors that criminals use to allow ransomware infiltrate a computer system such as a school or a hospital is cryptocurrency, which is interesting because cryptocurrency doesn't do anything to get you into anybody else's system. The way that these hacks or breaches of security actually worked, well, is because of human error. That's correct. Nobody screwed this up other than the people on the receiving end. The criminals do what they do, Bitcoin does what it does, and all that they wanted was to be paid in cryptocurrency. So I really wouldn't say that cryptocurrency is the cause of any of this, but here's what's funny. The ransomware that they talk about has about four or five different lines of defense. 
here's a couple ways that you could defend yourself against ransomware and save your company from anything embarrassing. You just have to educate the end users not to open emails or attachments from an unknown sender, an unknown source, an email that you do not recognize, do not click on it. Do not download the software from torrent sites. And when you're at work, you do not have to have your browsing activities all over the internet. All you need to do is stick to approved websites that are safe on your computer, keep your operating systems regularly patched and updated, deploy next generation firewalls and email security tools to block phishing attacks. They exist. You could get them at Best Buy. You could buy them online. Almost anywhere to protect your system from these silly little malware attacks. Install and enable signature-based antivirus or next-generation AV software. It's really that easy as not clicking on an email. The whole approach of blaming cryptocurrencies for this windfall is really a big stretch. I think the blame falls on the end user and probably Chris Krebs' department for not educating these so-called schools and hospitals that apparently got breached with the right software, maybe a firewall, maybe an antivirus program they could have provided for free to protect their systems, and to train people not to click or download stuff from people you don't know. It's that easy. So where does cryptocurrency play a role, you ask? The guys who most likely lived in Russia, India, China, the places where there are the most amount of cyber attacks, they got into the system and their ransomware says, if you do not want to have your system damaged, if you don't want these pictures exposed, et cetera, et cetera, then send X amount of cryptocurrency to this wallet or address. So as I've mentioned before, Bitcoin and most cryptocurrencies are not anonymous. You could trace them to the wallets. You could see the whole history and life of that Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. So when they get to that end user, that person in Russia or China or Nigeria that has installed the ransomware and is just trying to make some money to feed his family, maybe not the most kosher way, but nonetheless, your job is not to send it to them. And all they're asking for is cryptocurrency because like Elon Musk, they know it's gonna be worth a whole lot more in the future too. Well, why cryptocurrency, you ask? Well, because not that it's not traceable, but because it will arrive instantly. If they're holding something ransom, you want out now, you want to feel safe and make sure that you're not being hacked. And they just want to make sure they're not getting, well, screwed over by you, which is kind of an interesting call and drum to be in. And these ransomware guys, the hackers want to make sure that you're not going to screw them either. It's a very strange predicament to be in. But at the end of the day, even sending cryptocurrency, you won't get it back, but you could literally trace and identify the wallet that you sent it to. At the very least, if not the person's name being attached to it, and it's an anonymous wallet, you'll know the country, you'll know the city, and the right type of cybersecurity company could probably zero in on the location of where that wallet is located. So it's not completely anonymous. Now, in all fairness, there are a couple of cryptocurrencies that are anonymous. They are Dash, Monero, Zcash, and Verge. There's maybe two or three more, but these guys have proven to actually be anonymous. And what they do is encrypt the trail that was left by the cryptocurrency to hide the identity of the wallet that sent it. So you could actually transact with a couple of cryptocurrencies that will automatically cover your tracks. They're coded that way. There's only a few of them. They're not all easily publicly traded. They were created for mischief on the internet, but they still do not do as much damage as the US dollar. It's still safe to say that 90% of crimes going on from drug sales and human trafficking, they are being funded by the almighty dollar. No matter what anybody tells you, you just can't believe everything your government or employees of the government have to say. Just like Chris Krebs, he likes to make it sound scary. Bill Maher said it's the end of the world or impending doom, something ridiculous. 
my experience with celebrities and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is I would not be surprised to know that Bill Maher has some. He probably stashes a little bit, just like Peter Schiff, but likes to play the bad guy because it gets attention. And we all know that narcissistic personalities love attention, whether it's good or bad. Just like the old adage, all news is good news. That sure has changed today. I wouldn't hang my hat on that slogan anymore, but the fact is these guys like attention and anybody with a lot of money and intelligence, they own some Bitcoin. And if they didn't, they're gonna be buying some now, including Bill Maher. And crypto karma is going to the moon. Well, we're not gonna be alone. Of course, Bitcoin's going to the moon, but apparently so is Dogecoin. According to Elon Musk, Dogecoin is literally going to the moon. The great thing about Elon Musk and Dogecoin is that every time he tweets about it, the price goes up. There is 13% price action with his latest tweet about the moon, and we've seen ranges of 5 to 20% increases after previous tweets. We love Elon Musk because he loves cryptocurrency. With tweets like, don't defy DeFi, I'm getting a Shiba Inu, it's a Doge Day afternoon, and Dogecoin is the people's coin. Elon Musk sending tweets like that really brings a lot of attention to the crypto space and Dogecoin. It's really interesting that of all the coins, he likes Dogecoin. So what is Dogecoin? Well, it's refreshing to see that Dogecoin, which was created as a joke in 2013, just strictly a meme, continues to be a source of amusement. Even now, Dogecoin is showing that it's leaving its puppy days behind and really turning into a full-grown Shibu Inu. The digital token symbolized by the Shibu Inu dog shot up to a six-week high Thursday after a tweet by Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk. The billionaire entrepreneur said in announcements earlier that, and I quote, SpaceX is going to put a literal Dogecoin on the literal moon, end quote. So Elon Musk tweeted this around 6.30 Eastern time today. He really did not explain how the seemingly impossible feat would be accomplished. And as by definition, digital currencies have no physical structures and therefore are not literal anything. They have intrinsic value. Literally, that's it. Perhaps the tweet being sent on April Fool's maybe had something to do with it. Well, April Fool's Day joke or not, the tweet that came from the famed Doge Whisperer sent the cryptocurrency going from roughly... 0.053 cents to 070. That's a 32% rise in just a matter of moments after his amazing tweet, which is why Dogecoin is such a fun coin to trade. All week it's been averaging between five and five and a half cents. And right now the token's market capitalization is $8.2 billion. Imagine that $8.2 billion actively holding, investing, and trading Dogecoin. And it's worth only a nickel, you say. Well, Musk has previously called Dogecoin the people's crypto and also the cryptocurrency of Mars. And there just might be something to that as it's already gone to the moon, sitting at six cents. Well, because one year ago, April 1st of 2020, Dogecoin was worth 0.001. That's one tenth of one penny. So if you bought it then, no matter what you bought, it's worth 60 times more today. And this is what I love about cryptocurrency. You could buy something at the absolute bottom and not even know it. And with a little bit of patience, you think about the fundamentals and you have some vision and foresight in the future. Dogecoin has been around a long time. 
Why would it not go up in value as more people get into the crypto space? How high it goes is obviously the ultimate question that nobody really has the answer to. But a 60x return as of now, well, that's huge. It sure paid a few bills for me. Proud to say that I got into that way back in 2019. So I got a return of about 100 times my investment. Pretty ridiculous for a meme coin with a dog made out of a joke. And that's fine with me. Well, Dogecoin is finally going somewhere. So this is just fine with me. I'm still holding some and I don't tell anybody not to because a lot of traders have targets anywhere from 10 to 25 cents. That means realistically during this bull run, Dogecoin could actually be worth a quarter, which is unheard of and not anybody really would have predicted two years ago before it became the favorite of Elon Musk. Now Dogecoin is going on to a whole nother level. It actually has some fundamentals to it. The Dallas Mavericks actually accept it to buy tickets. Well, they also accept Ethereum and Bitcoin, but the fact that they allow Dogecoin sure gives it a lot of validity. The price action is great. It's always been stable and has been where a lot of whales hold their money, knowing it could really only go down so much lower. But as of right now, the whole movement to see Dogecoin to a dollar, well, it might actually work out. I'm not sure that it will. I never would have told anybody that in the past, but the fact is I'm betting on it and I'm just gonna hold and see where this goes. Dogecoin to the moon, or as Elon Musk says, literally to Mars. And Crypto Karma's crypto tip of the day. A lot of you may be buying your cryptocurrency on many known exchanges, crypto.com, Coinbase, Binance. Well, they all charge you a fee, as you know, to buy, sell, or trade cryptocurrency. Guess who doesn't? Cash App. That's right, Jack Dorsey's Cash App, the same guy who censors you on Twitter, is a big fan of Bitcoin. Kind of ironic, in my opinion, but nonetheless, let's take advantage of it until he changes his mind. You could buy Bitcoin on Cash App for free, transfer it directly from your bank account. I don't believe they accept credit cards for this, and it's probably safer that they don't. But then once you get that Bitcoin in your Cash App hands, you could go ahead and transfer it to any exchange for free, and then go ahead and use it to trade, or do like a lot of people do and just hold it. So get your Bitcoin on Cash App. So before we wrap this show up, I want to remind you guys that Crypto Karma is brought to you by JWH Finance, which is the leader in residential mortgage lending. You go to jwhfinance.com and apply now. And of course, you're going to get the best deals. Closing refinances in two weeks because we also move at the speed of crypto. Well, this has been a fun show. There's going to be plenty to talk about by next week because bull runs are exciting with news daily. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got something out of it too. Make sure you check out all the online resources to stay up to date in the world of crypto. Remember, if it's not your keys, it's not your cheese. Protect it with a digital wallet. Do not leave your money on an exchange and have fun. Bitcoin, always moving at the speed of crypto. This is Nick Green with Crypto Karma. Explore the cryptocurrency universe with Nick Green on Crypto Karma. Learn about Bitcoin and blockchain, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and more. Buy and sell and trade and learn how to make some serious money with digital currency. And hear the podcast on Podbean.